Hey friends, and welcome to the Talk Podcast. We believe that all change starts with a conversation, a talk that sparks an idea, convicts or creates a movement. The Talk seeks to foster real, relatable, and relevant conversations that not only challenge, equip, and empower its listeners to be agent of change. As an extension of joy of it, we look to find points of intersection in a divided world. No topic is off limits, and all people and opinions are welcome. We believe we represent Jesus best together, acknowledging all voices and talking through those things that disrupt our unity. When we are united, we can do great things, and it all starts with a talk. Welcome to the table. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Talk, A Joy of It podcast. My name is Ashley Bell, and I'm your host. And if this is your first, second, or third time joining us today, we are passionate about having conversations. What we love about this podcast is that we believe that all change starts with a conversation, a talk that sparks an idea that convicts or creates a movement. The talk seeks to foster real, relatable, and relevant conversations that not only challenge, but engage, equip, and empower its listeners to be agents of change. As an extension of joy of it, we look to find points of intersection in a divided world. No topic is off limits, and all people and opinions are welcome. We believe we represent Jesus best together, acknowledging all voices and talking through those things that disrupt our unity. When we are united, we can do great things, and it all starts with a talk. So welcome to the table. And today, I am welcoming back Valerie Pierce and Joy Roberts, and we're going to have a conversation um, about another SEL component called social awareness and relationship skill. So that's two SEL components, sorry, not blended together. But we're going to talk about them together today because I do think they they work together as all of the SEL components do. So before we dive in, I do want to have our guests kind of introduce themselves and what they do just in case you forgot. And then after that, I've got a little fun question or not so fun question, depending on what you think about it. Pressure. (laughs) Okay. Um, That we can dive into. So, okay. Joy, who are you? Who am I? I am the Joy Roberts. That's right. The Absolutely. Joy Roberts. The That's Joy right. Roberts. The one and only. The God one created, and only. God made one. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. There's just one of me. And you guys can only handle one of me, right? Mm. Two oh. tops. Yeah. Okay. It could be more joy. Two tops. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, okay. I am the co-founder of Joy of It and Frenzy. And I am a social emotional learning advocate I don't like the word expert because there's way too much pressure behind that. And so I get to spend my days talking about emotional competency, whether it's in church settings or environments or even corporate settings. And then also inside of schools, like with teachers, educators, Mm -hmm. administrators. 
and really students, we get to write curriculum that is actually implemented inside the classroom in schools across the United States. That's and awesome. So, yeah, that's what keeps me busy. Yeah, great. Yeah, not a small deal. That's a big deal. That's a big, <laughs> that's a big, a big deal. deal. Yeah. <laughs> I always like to say I'm a big deal in my own mind. In that's own right. Mind. Yeah. Well, everybody has to think that about themselves. Yeah. Like, As a man thinketh, yeah. so he is. That's Come more. On, that's right? scripture. Come on. <laughs> and I am Valerie Pierce. Glad to be back with these wonderful ladies. I am the director of content development for Frenzy. I'm also an author and an educator. Mm. And that allows me to do tons of fun things that I love. I get to think about teachers and their students every day as we write curriculum, as we put together professional development. Also, I am a literacy advocate. Um, I love, love, love books. I love everything around decoding the written word. And so whether that's technical stuff, you name it, you can always pull me in literacy and education. And I just, I love Frenzy and I'm glad to be blessed to be able to do with this with joy of it as well. Yeah. 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 She's an amazing human. Yeah. I believe that. Thank you so much. I feel that way about both of you. Yeah. And right back at you. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I feel that way about myself too. Good. Good. As a man thinking. That's so. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Uh, Really. We're, we're not, we're not this prideful. Just (laughs) in case you're listening and you're, (laughs) you're thinking, whoa, these people are full of themselves. We're really not like this. We're not. We do. It's okay to think highly mm-hmm. of yourself, well, though. I this is so. setting yeah. us up for an episode on humility and humbleness. There we so, go. Yeah, we'll have one of those. That's I'm right. sure you'll have one of those coming up, Ash. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, that's a good topic because yeah. our culture does need that <laughs> in a big Clearly, way. We I do need too. that. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. So before we dive into our topic, the question that I have for you guys, and just because we believe in authenticity, here. I'm going to share a brief story about the last time we tried to record this episode. So in case you guys forgot what happened last time, I'm asking you the same question. I know you don't remember because it was a while ago. Do you remember? I don't. Um, uh, There we go. Joy does not remember, but I do. I'm going to ask the same question. But for you guys listening, the last time we got together, we recorded this particular episode and somebody, I'm not going to mention my own name, but me, (laughs) I forgot to actually record it. So we went through the whole episode. We felt really good about it. Talk about humility, huh? We felt really good about it. And then all of a sudden I realized that it had not recorded. Yeah. And I was devastated. You were devastated. I was was devastated and I thought about quitting podcasting. I thought about throwing in the the towel. It was done. No ma'am. It was done. Do you know, Frenzy, we actually have a unit called Bounce Back. Come and that's on. what we're doing today. Come on. Okay. We're bouncing back. Happen, that's but then right. how do you bounce back? We're right? bouncing. That's what back. we're doing today. Okay. I I love that. So the question that I'm gonna ask is, is there anything new that you've learned this week? Or maybe something that wasn't new, but maybe you were reminded of this week that you would share with our audience mm-hmm. and it, it doesn't have to be serious it could be something really simple or it could be serious whatever yeah I think that I would share starting at the top or the middle of June 
my family, my husband, my girls and I, our son, we endeavored to all read Proverbs together. Mm-hmm. The book of Proverbs. I'm wisdom. You're going deep. Yes, I'm I know, yeah. I know. I tried not to. I wanted to be light and fun, but this is light and fun. Do what it okay. is. Okay. Yeah. So, but we're all reading that book and I'm just reminded of how much wonderful, great, yummy stuff is in the word of God and how it covers everything. There is nothing in your life that isn't covered in that book, in my opinion. And it was interesting because now I can't remember the verse, but it was talking about how to treat your animals. And I was just like, Lord, you guys can look this up. Just, you know, Google it. But I'm like, Lord, you didn't miss anything. Like this is the type of person that treats their animals well. And so it just was just a wonderful, beautiful moment. Just everything is there. And Mm. I'm thrilled and excited about that to have that refresher, you know, of the word of God in that kind of way. And way to anchor your family in the summer. And you know, you're speaking to Ash and I's heart Mm. because we got, we have some animals. I know I we have some guests. They're, they're actually, yeah. they're actually. If you hear anything in the background, <laughs> that is that is our pups. We yeah. love them a lot. Asher and Bean, they're the best, and mm-hmm. they're best friends. They're best. They are. <laughs> yeah, they're BFFs. So. They really do love each other. So we might need to read proverbs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, as Valerie was, I'm currently reading proverbs right now. Yeah, which is crazy. Isn't and it as wonderful? I'm and as I'm reading it. I'm amazed. I've been amazed at just how fitting it is for the time that we're living Relevant. in. Relevant. Even when we talk about, like, today we're talking about social awareness and mm-hmm. relationship skills. And one of the verses that I read recently was Proverbs eighteen thirteen, and mm-hmm. I have it here. It says, to answer before listening, Ooh. that is folly and shame. Yeah. Oh, like it's just good. so, mm-hmm. so relevant to mm-hmm. where we're at mm-hmm. right now and how yeah. to engage one another in these mm-hmm. conversations that are just ripping through mm-hmm. our families, our friendships, our churches, our businesses. Like, how are we, how are we listening? Well, his word has literally given us a roadmap for how to have healthy relationships yeah. and strong communities. Like mm-hmm. it, it's literally written on the pages of scripture. Yeah. Yeah. Literally. Literally. (laughs) Literally. And Joy, do you know when I see as the body of Christ and we're acting in ways that are contrary, it makes me question, I I won't make a judgment, but how deep or steeped or acquainted we are with the word of God. Because one thing the word of God is, it's clear of how and who we are to be to and with each other. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Which is perfect segue Mm -hmm. into social awareness and relationships. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Except you didn't tell us what you learned. I know. I, in, or maybe just something fun. Well, <laughs> I'll tell you something new that I learned that is fun or I, I like remembered. I it remembered. made you giggle. I it like, did make oh. me. Yeah, <laughs> she's smiling wide. That went so wide. deep and so rich. And, <laughs> you know, I my kids are home for the summer. Mm-hmm. And my son and his girlfriend have been over at the house. And I have another son who pops in and out. And do you know what they do? They eat ice cream every day. That's amazing. Every night, every day. But I forgot that when you're young, mm. you can eat copious amounts yeah. of ice cream yeah. and it doesn't matter. Yeah. Does not. And does. Yeah. And they're clearly not lactose intolerant like I am. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> they're not. Clearly not because that would be a 
bad decision on my part. Yes, way to be authentic yeah. and real. But Although yeah, I actually, do make bad decisions. Yeah, I know. Sometimes consciously. I know. Yeah. I just was reminded, because I have a legacy of eating ice cream, but I've segued from that for the last decade mm-hmm. or so. But I used to do that too when I was in my 20s. Yeah. Like lots of wow. ice cream. You kind of make me want to eat ice cream. I know. Let's have ice cream after after we're done. <laughs> let's, let's do that. Ice cream Sunday. Yes. <laughs> Throw caution to the wind. Let's yes. go for it. Lots yes. of ice cream. Yes. I like it. I'm mm. I'm down for it. But yeah, now we can talk about social awareness. Yes. That's great. Yeah. And I'm going to leave it to you guys because I do think that because of your work with Frenzy, I mean, our work with Frenzy and particularly you all, you have a way of explaining just what social awareness and relationship skills are. So I'm going to give us the option. I mean, do we want to define each individually and then kind of merge them together? I think that's probably Mm. best so people can understand. So what is social awareness? I think just in layman's terms, and I I definitely will give a technical definition, but it's Mm -hmm. really understanding the broader world outside of yourself. And that's how I always see it is we understand this broader world that is outside of ourselves and that can go into taking others' perspectives, recognizing that there are other perspectives, but it's also understanding the perspectives and empathizing with others, those especially and including from diverse backgrounds, cultures, contexts. And it also, though, includes this capacity to feel compassion for others, to Mm -hmm. understand that there's a broader historical context, social norms, all of that. And not that you have to know all of that in the moment, but it really is just to me that first point of entry of understanding there is a broader world and and that it may look different from yours and then moving towards that work. And when you think about the foundational skills of social awareness, Valerie touched on them. It's that perspective taking, it's empathy, it's compassion, it's our ability to feel what other people are feeling. And so when you think of empathy, empathy is actually declined by 40% in students in the last decade. I mean, that's like staggering. And so then you look at this cultural moment where we're Mm -hmm. not practicing compassion and empathy and understanding it's because we've lost that muscle because you have to build it's like working out you know you eat lots of ice cream you need to work out <laughs> to, yes. to burn all yes. those extra calories yes it's like you need to work out the muscle of empathy and compassion otherwise you you just it atrophies and you don't have the capacity to put it into practice. 40%. That to me is staggering. It is um, staggering. Yeah. So how do you work out the muscle of of empathy i mean what does that what does that look like well we started in proverbs and so when you look at some biblical passages that give us context for how to build the muscle of empathy and compassion you can find it in philippians 2 Mm. 4 you know it's that passage that talks about don't look out for only your own interest but also consider the mm. interests of others. Say that. Right. So that. that is social awareness. That right? is social yeah. awareness. Yeah. Absolutely. And it's, it's actually the skill of perspective taking. It's yeah. not just about me. Absolutely. It's about we. It's like if yeah. I were, we were having dinner together and there were no silverware on the table and I got up and grabbed myself a fork, it's okay for me to get myself a fork. Yeah. But Empathy, perspective taking, compassion involves me turning to you and saying, can I grab a fork for you as well? Because 
we, I'm socially aware. It's not just about me consuming. It's about we consuming together. And I think that what we've seen too in our world, in our political landscapes, our faith, all of that, we've seen this idea of everybody going to their own corners and holding on to, you know, it's like, our children when they really want something really bad and they clench their fists and they have this, they feel it in their bodies and they're like, mine, 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 mine. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's what people are doing in terms of their perspective, their beliefs. And it's like this idea we're not coming together and considering one another. Yeah. As Joy was talking about, you know, what's good for you may not be good for someone else. You know, what's worked wonderfully for you may not have worked wonderfully in life for someone else. So all of these kind of perspective taking, all of this kind of informs and shows you how to walk it out in the world as we are trying to connect with each other. And we can't do that if we're all in our own corners holding on to, you know, our own stuff. Yeah. So you bring up a good question that just came to mind as I'm listening to both of you. I think about we're people of, of faith, you know, Mm -hmm. as Christ followers. And some would say, I think in my own mind, like to be able to do that, to be able to gain perspective or to listen, I have to be willing to kind of let go or sit down my own perspective or my own belief. But what my question is, there's some things I don't want to sit down, right? So how, how am I able to kind of live in the in-between or discern what things can I sit down and what things do I not sit down? Is my question making sense? Because I'm literally just, it just popped into my mind. (laughs) What I'm hearing you say in the middle of this conversation is the importance of asking questions because the only way for you to understand what do you set down, what do you hold Mm. on to is for me to actually start with questions. And this Mm. is actually, I got this from Ashley and not with an accusation. So actually start with a spirit of curiosity. Mm -hmm. So a desire to understand instead of being anchored into my ideas, my opinions, my perspectives, Mm -hmm. but to actually start with a question and with a spirit of curiosity, because that will be an entry point in how to engage in a conversation and actually practice the skill of perspective taking. Yeah, absolutely. And that doesn't mean that you don't believe what you believe. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. It just means that you're listening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And you're willing to do so. Yeah. You're, you're willing. Yeah, yeah. That's good. Thank you, Joy. That's yeah. good. I thought that was great. Yeah. You're creating space to listen. And when we're talking about social awareness and relationships together. And really, when you think about how they're connected, you can't have healthy relationships without practicing social awareness. So if if we were to jump into what is relationship skills, about what are, what are relationship skills? The ability. (laughs) (laughs) Relationship skills. Relationship skills are the ability to connect to be in community, the ability to come together with folks that, again, are outside of, not only within your realm of comfortability, you know, relationship Mm. with family and friends and those of your church community, but those of diverse backgrounds, that ability to connect in that way. And to what Joy was saying, it's really difficult to have um, relationship if you don't come from a place of authenticity. And for me, going back to what she was saying, 
understanding what I don't know mm. is really helpful. Yeah. And so as we're talking about relationships, one of the things that I always use as just kind of a catalyst for helping me grow, Joy used that word, um, curiosity, which I love because I think curiosity is definitely a catalyst for mm. connection mm. when we're talking That's about good. relationship. And so one of the things that I, I will use and I encourage folks to use is the KWL chart. Mm. Educators are familiar with this yeah. because we use it with students. And it's, and it's really asking yourself, what do I already know? Mm. What do I want to know? And then what have I learned? Ooh. And so when we are approaching- hey, can you yeah, repeat that? Yeah, I want to hear absolutely. that again. I, yeah. I'm, I'm taking notes. KWL, <laughs> what do I know? You know, uh -huh. what is it that I know already? And we're talking about relationship. We're talking about the social context, right? What is it that I already know? And then what do I want to know? And what have I learned? or what I already know. And what that does is it kind of helps you sort where you are. Maybe you're further along than you think in terms of social context and the things that are in the world. Maybe there's more to learn. Isn't there always yes. more to learn? Yeah. At our best, we are lifelong learners, saith yes. Valerie. That's yes. just right. me. Yeah. And saith scripture. And saith scripture. Yeah. See? Absolutely. Yeah. We've got to preach that thing. And so I think that that's always a wonderful point of entry and because it doesn't allow us to magnify what we don't know, right? Because mm. sometimes we can get stuck in that cycle of, I just don't know. I just don't understand. I just, okay, so we got that. But then you move in that trajectory on that spectrum, you move to, and it's a great catalyst for connection. Yeah, yeah that is yeah. good. Yeah, that is yeah. good. When we talk about relationship skills and what's required to engage in a relationship and to identify what you know, don't know, all yeah. of those components. We're talking about active listening. We're talking about communication skills, our ability to speak, to listen, conflict resolution. Like we need to be able to work through tension mm -hmm. and also the skill. And when we think about students is the ability to resist peer pressure mm -hmm. so that you get to stand in who you are. And Ash, this goes back to your thought is that you don't have to pivot or shift your perspective or yeah. change. You just have to be willing to listen and understand the perspective of others. And, and so good. having yeah. strong relationships, you get to stay anchored in who you are and where you're at, but at the same time, practice active listening, seeking to work through tension and conflict. And then also when you talk about relationships, a fundamental component is being able to ask for help and then also extend help to others. Mm. And so when you think about God's design for healthy relationships, it's not just about giving and it's not just about receiving. It's about this mutual care and concern for each other. And yeah. so that's how social awareness connects with relationships. Because if we're going to have mm -hmm. healthy relationships, we have to be socially aware. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Something that resonates with me as you say that, Joy, it's from the very beginning, the Lord had this in mind. Mm -hmm. He had us connecting. He had us taking care of one another and looking out for one another from the beginning. Mm -hmm. He talks about giving us custodianship in mm -hmm. Genesis yeah. of the earth and of each other. And oftentimes I've heard and I've had in myself this outcry for, yeah. oh God, what are you going to do? You know, because we're not treating each other well as humans. We're not, you know, sure. connecting with... And he's given us everything that pertains to life and godliness 
That's, you know, first Peter, he's given us that and he's given us custodianship of one another. So this is our work to do Mm -hmm. this relationship, this, everything that we're talking about, this is our work to do. And yes, we submit to him for help and we give it all, you know, in that sense, but he's like, no, I have given you the command to care for one another. Yeah. And this is how, that's what we're sharing today. Yes. So we've been asked to steward relationships. Preach. So it. it. You said it. You preach. Come on. You said it. We preach. This is what we're doing. We preach together. (laughs) So we've been, we've been asked to steward relationships. I I like that. I haven't thought about that before. And Mm -hmm. in our current cultural context like where do we see let's just name things and get specific so sometimes people don't actually see things until we start naming them Mm -hmm. which i think it's good like where do we see us as a people as a collective people Mm -hmm. not being good stewards of relationship in our current cultural context i think that you can see it by the things that are dividing us, yeah. you know, yeah. politics, yeah. Um, gender, yeah. faith, socioeconomic status, you know, any yep. of those hot points, yep. those are the things that are dividing us. And those are the things where I believe we're not caring for each other yeah. as the Bible has basically given us the mandate to do. Mm-hmm. And I'm appreciative of moments like this because this is why we're having this conversation. It starts with a conversation, yeah, right? That's why we're doing it. it. Yeah. And we're going to name it. We're going to say, you know, hey, there are some gender issues, racial issues. Yeah. This stuff is is very real. And we're not going to hear at the joy of it. We're not going to, you know, put our head in the sand. sand. We're going to have the conversations. It may feel uncomfortable. But we're going to um, move away from that because we've been mandated by God to care for one another. And this is what we're going to do. And when in John 13, John talks about that we're going to be known for how we love Mm -hmm. and care for each other. And Mm -hmm. so when Valerie says it's a mandate, like this is something that we see throughout scripture. We see the apostle Paul coming back over and over. We see the the book of uh, first John where John in his latter years of his life is literally incredibly, we like to say he's sentimental, but he's passionate about this idea of how we love and care for each other. I'm actually just getting ready to write a paper Mm. on Dr. King and Mm. the idea of a beloved community and this collective identity that we have in Christ Jesus. And so it's this idea of connection and community. And actually, when you look at church history, for the first thousand years Mm. of early church history. Mm -hmm. So from 80, 70 until about 1025, the church was united. There was only one church. And so we actually spent a thousand Mm -hmm. years united as the body of Christ under one umbrella. Yeah. Yeah. That's so, that's, uh, sorry, Valerie, I don't want to interrupt you, but it's, both of you have reminded me of, there is this place in our cultural context where I feel like people are, trying not to learn about specific things. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, they're like, well, I don't, I don't want to 
get too involved in the gender issue or the Absolutely. race issue mm-hmm. or critical race theory oh, wow. or all of hot these button, politics, yeah. you know, all of these mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. And then I look back, like I look back on the story of Daniel, mm-hmm. for instance, where he made it part of his goal as a follower of God, mm-hmm. not wavering in his cultural context to know mm. about culture. Yes. And so how do you distance yourself from it and then want to be salt and light in it or be change in it. I feel like there has to be this balance of, I need to know my culture, social awareness. I need to know what's going on in the world. I need to know people in order to be who God wants me to be to those people and to the world, right? Absolutely. And Jesus, Jesus, our, our Lord and Savior, everything to us, met people where they were mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. and he got in trouble for it. He was not right. loved and yeah. he was not liked, for, but he met people where they were. You know, one day he's, he's preaching and someone holds up the coin and it was like, you know, well, yes. what do you think about paying taxes? Entrapment. You know, entrapment. <laughs> yes. What yes. do you think about paying taxes? You know, come on y'all taxes, yeah. you know, Jesus met. And he was like, well, whose face is on the coin? They're like, uh, Caesar's. He was like, well, render unto Caesar's that, that Caesar, yeah, you know, he, right. he wasn't, he wasn't afraid to have that conversation. He wasn't like, nah, don't pay taxes. Be cool with that. You know, give it <laughs> yes, all to me. Yes. It was like, no, yes. you know? And so it really is, we're meeting people. If we are to be modelers yeah. of Christ and of the word and the things that we say that we are, then we will meet people um, where they are. We will meet them where they are. Well, that's the heart of perspective taking. Yeah. Like that's what we're talking about. Oh, can that, I just high five? Yeah. Oh, that <laughs> felt so good. There was an actual yeah, high five. We there actually was an actual five. high five Please. here. Yes, yeah. yeah. I think it's really important, Ashley, to, if you want to talk about healthy relationships, yeah. healthy relationships have tension and conflict. That's right. Healthy relationships work through the tension and the conflict. Healthy relationships are willing to sit in the tension and the conflict. And I feel like the polarization and the separation that we're experiencing over whether you have a vaccine, don't have a yeah. vaccine, whether systemic racism is real or not real, whether you engage in CRT or you don't, you know, gender, all of these all other these issues, things. we have to be willing to enter into those conversations. Otherwise we have no relationship. Mm-hmm. Like I think about my children mm-hmm. and I think about the fact that they vote different than me. They think, and these are children that I have birthed mm-hmm. and they're incredibly different from me. And I'm willing to sit in the tension of those relationships because being in relationship with them is important. Like yeah. it, I'm committed to the relationship. And so I think in the church specifically, we have to be committed to staying in the tension and be willing to have hard conversations. And that's good. I love that reminder because I think our American culture for some parts of it has been so conditioned to think that comfort is good. Tension is bad. Mm -hmm. So if ever I'm uncomfortable, that means something bad is happening. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so when we equate that with tension, we automatically say, well, I need to get out of that. Mm-hmm. And scripture often says the opposite mm-hmm. of yep. that is yeah. what, what I hear you saying, because in the tension, 
we grow, we spur yes. mm-hmm. one another on. Now, of course, too much tension all at once. Yeah. We know uh, that can be exhausting. That mm-hmm. can be bad. Absolutely. <laughs> that we can break under too much. So there has to be kind of like knowing good tension and bad tension and all mm-hmm. of this. But ultimately, growth is dependent upon tension. Yes. In some aspects. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. It's that rubber band illustration. Yeah. Remember when we yeah. pulled the rubber yeah. band explain out? That, explain that. And so envision a rubber band and envision me pulling it back like I'm going to snap it at Ashley. Yeah. <laughs> she's she's pointing a rubber band at me right now. Yeah. Uh, and what you see with the rubber band is that when you put tension on the rubber band, first of all, the rubber band is designed to have tension, yes. to withhold tension. Yes, it's, right. it's designed because it has a flexibility to stretch. And when you actually pull the rubber band taunt, there's actually power in the tension. And so mm-hmm. it's the whole idea, Ashley, that that's where we grow is in the tension. Mm-hmm. Like that's where we grow in perspective mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. understanding, wisdom and insight. We learn from each other mm-hmm. just through relationship and through sitting through tension. But there's the whole idea if you stretch the rubber band too far, what happens? Snaps, it breaks. It breaks. And so to your point, Ash, we there's good tension and there's bad tension. Mm. And being healthy, we understand the difference between the two, where we engage in tension, but we also have the wisdom and understanding that sometimes we need to set the rubber band down. Mm-hmm. I know mm-hmm. in my family situation, mm. my husband reminds me when we head into certain social situations. Every conversation doesn't have to be centered on politics mm-hmm. or what's yeah. happening. Yeah. That's what we like to that's talk good. about. Yeah. It is what yeah. we like uh, to talk yeah. about. Yeah. yeah. It's a good reminder though. Yeah. No, yeah. that's, I, I call it, sometimes I have to get off the train. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, that, that rolling train yeah. always of the things that joy, the, the tough stuff, you know, we're, we're bombarded, be it social media, be it the yeah. news, you know, and sometimes you have to get off that train. You That's have good. to know how to care for yourself and how to give your mind, your body, and your spirit a break from it because mm-hmm. it's not good. And when you're preaching that, Valerie, mm-hmm. you actually live that out. Like a profound moment in my relationship with Valerie was in a taxi cab where you chose mm-hmm. to set the rubber band down and said, I'm not going to engage in this conversation now. And you you made a conscious decision. And so mm-hmm. I think it's just wisdom that sometimes we engage and sometimes we do not. Yeah. 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 And I mean, not that the taxi cab driver was a fool, but <laughs> Proverbs says that we answer not a fool after his folly, lest he's wise in his own eyes. But then it goes down and it says, well, you answer him lest he's wise in his own eyes. Yeah. But there are times where literally you have to say, you know, is this the hill that I want to do? Do I want yeah. to do? Th- you have to know how to care for yourself. And I, I said that based on in that moment, we were all in the cab together, Joy, Julie, and I, we had yeah. taken this trip and the driver, Uber, Lyft, taxi, yeah. brought up the politics. He was talking about the Capitol. Mm-hmm. You know, we all know what mm-hmm. happened this yeah. year, January. And I just didn't have the bandwidth for that. And I, I got to choose. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so I just made that clear that, yeah, I just, I don't want to have this conversation. And this is for everyone there. And we're talking about relationship. You don't have relationship with everyone, connection with everyone. So I don't have to go to that level or to that place with everyone. I choose Mm -hmm. that for Joy and Julie and Ashley. Mm -hmm. And God has given us that to take these things, these conversations, this relationship and do good in the world. He did not choose that for me with the taxi cab driver. So I just... 
didn't have to go yeah. there, right? Yeah. Just simply said. Yeah. And ba- and boundaries are okay. I yeah. think when we have when we yeah. have these conversations, there does have to be knowing what you can handle mm-hmm. and knowing what yeah other people can handle mm-hmm. as well. That's that's social awareness. That's relationship skills. Right? Like knowing when and where to have a conversation, who to have that yeah. conversation with, discernment, using wisdom, yeah. um, knowing when to say. Hey, in a tactful way, of course, you know, especially if, if it's a friend, like Mm -hmm. in a tactful way, you know what, I can't have this conversation right now. And you can explain to them why, but maybe you don't have to have an explanation. You don't necessarily have to have one. If it's a friend, they'll understand that. But there's also this place in us where I know that I can't just go out. Social media is an example of this. I think we all do this in our social media climate where we, post something about something, this great political thing or race thing or whatever. And then we say, I'm going to post it, but then I'm not going to engage. Yeah. I'm going to pull away. That's a little bit unfair to do. You know, you really have to know like, yeah, what to post, when to post. It's all about, well, it's back to self-management actually at that point. How do I manage what I'm, what I'm putting out there? Yeah. Yeah. And Ashley, can I say this to just for the crusaders out there? Because you're you're there and you're you're down for the cause. And (laughs) it's every cause. And And we appreciate and we appreciate you um, for that. I I have a daughter. She's she's a crusader, you know, and yet there is a time and a season for every purpose under the heaven. And sometimes Mm. you have to know when to just lay that down. That is a self-awareness as well, Mm -hmm. because you have to know what's going on. It can, to your point, too much tension. can break. And so you're always crusading. If you're out there, I see you. You're Mm. always crusading. You're, you're down for every cause and thank God for you. But please know there's a time and a season. Sometimes you just have to lay that baby down, take Mm. some rest. That's self-awareness. Yeah. Mm. That's a good word. Yeah. That's wisdom. That's discernment. And it's really important for relationships. Mm -hmm. And so I think there's so many different layers and nuances to relationship. And so we don't have like follow these five steps and you'll get it right every time. I think it's that attitude and Valerie really started us there of being a lifelong learner, being curious, recognizing what you don't know, Mm -hmm. seeking to understand. I mean, Ash, you're my person who is adamant about asking good questions Mm -hmm. and not showing up with assumptions or assuming the worst about individuals. These are all like basic skills that we can do that can support positive points of connection with people in our lives. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's what, it's what scripture calls us to. I think both of you have touched on this of like the, the two greatest commandments are Mm. to love God and to love your neighbor. And I think, you know, if our mission as the church, as people who follow Christ is to love, we have to, we must be better about these things. We must, it's not actually a choice. You know, we must be better about these things. We have to engage in them. Mm -hmm. Valerie, I think you were going to say something. No, No, I was just smiling at you and enjoying (laughs) what you were saying. She has a delightful smile. I do wish you could see these two lovely, lovely women that I get to to stare at the three of us. That's right. The three of us. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I I am really grateful to have this conversation and we'll have to do a conversation on friendship later because mm-hmm. I do think that is something that as we talk about all of these things, the 
the politics of it all, racial issues, social issues. A lot of friendships have been destroyed in this season. And so I think these two things, talking about social awareness and relationship skills, I think will be helpful in just helping people to maintain and grow their friendships in this season because so many people have lost friends. Yeah. 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 It's actually been devastating. Yeah. In this season of disconnection when, and really even before COVID hit, we were in a season of disconnection. Mm -hmm. We're incredibly technologically connected, but socially disconnected. And now this chasm and divide has grown. Mm. And I think the separation has just allowed relationships to dissolve. And so when we think, and and Valerie and I work in the space in the schools of, of coming back and rebuilding relationship and rebuilding connection and community. And I think this is a really important conversation and relationships are important. Like it's not our idea. It's God's design for us Mm -hmm. to have friendships. Like even when you think of Jesus, he had his inner circle of three disciples and then he had the 12 Mm. disciples that turned into the 70. And so he had these concentric circles of, of community that he engaged with and was surrounded by. And, Mm -hmm. and I think that there is a skill to cultivating healthy friendships and healthy community. Yeah. Well said. That's so great. Yeah. Well said. Snaps all around. I can't actually snap my left hand. So I'll just snap the one. Oh, I don't even know if you guys can even hear that. I know you learned something about me. I try. Never works. I know. Never works. We'll practice when we finish today and (laughs) we're eating ice cream. Practice makes perfect. Permanent. Practice Practice makes makes permanent. Permanent. We've got a new catchphrase. No, this is actually in our curriculum, a new unit practice. We've heard practice makes perfect, but practice makes permanent. Yeah. I like that better. Yeah. So much better. I like that better. We need an episode on that, on practice makes permanent. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We've got so many more episodes for you guys coming (laughs) up, coming up. I hope, I hope you continue to tune in and, and listen and participate in these conversations with us and, and not just participate in them with us, but have a conversation with someone around you about these things, about social awareness and relationship skills and, and how maybe our, our own cultural context has affected them in that way in this season, because I guarantee it had, it has affected them, your friends, your family, you even take some time to do a self inventory about what this means to you. We do like to give you homework. So I'm going to ask, you know, Valerie and Joy maybe to share something that they would recommend you doing after you listen to this podcast to kind of work towards social awareness and developing relationship skills. So what's something that that our peeps listening can take away and work on? Okay, I... Here's the educator, but (laughs) I'd love if you have a journal or um, notepad, or maybe you use your iPad, your iPhone or Android, whatever you're using, but feel free to start your own KWL chart. I was going to bring that up again. Yes. Feel free to start your own KWL chart. And literally, you know, I could give you how, but 
I should let you be creative and do it your way. Just starting the conversation with yourself, your own personal heart, Mm. your own personal work, Mm -hmm. and whatever that heading or topic is, you know, we've talked about a lot today. So you can choose from what we've talked about or your own, but what are the things that you are curious about? What are the things that you want to learn? What are the things that you really feel like you don't know and you need help with? Mm. And kind of journal those out. And I believe that as you do the work, the Lord will draw people You'll draw readings, things like that to you to help you on your journey of learning. That's right. That's good. It's really good. That's really good. I believe that. We need to practice that and make that permanent in our own lives. Absolutely. Because practice makes permanent. (laughs) My homework is to start a conversation with the intent of seeking to understand, Mm. to actually learn something new. And so... I want to give the homework of being curious. And so when you're listening or someone is talking to think of follow-up questions Mm. or Mm open-ended questions that you could ask them, things like, could you tell me more? Could you explain what that means? Or I noticed that, but these phrases and terms that would get people to share more so that you could understand more. That's That's so good. Yeah. Those are so good. Open-ended questions are always really helpful (laughs) Yeah, Mm -hmm. because they don't project anything onto anyone. Thank you guys so much, both Valerie and Joy for being with me today and sharing your wisdom with us. No, you're not experts, but you're close. Close. I mean, you know, that's just my (laughs) own personal opinion. But thank you so much. And thank you guys for listening. As usual, you can find our podcast anywhere where you listen to your podcast on Spotify or Apple. And if you want to check out Joy of It or Friendsly, please feel free to go to www.joyofit.org or www.friendsly.co. And we look forward to having you join us next next time. Yes. Sign in, Ash. You're always starting amazing conversations and I really appreciate you. And I think you're an amazing human. Thank Thank you, you, Ashley, so much. Thank you. And thank you guys. No, thank you. No, thank you. (laughs) No, thank you both. No, thank you. Will it ever end? Will it ever, will the thanks ever end? The answer is no. We are thankful. Thank you guys. And we'll see you soon.